Welcome, everybody, back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast brought to you by To The Crib. Today, we're going to be doing a mock draft Monday for the 49ers. This is our first one of the year. So there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys in these 49ers picks. Um, For some reason, everyone thinks that the Niners don't have much draft capital. In fact, no, they're missing missing a first-rounder, but they have a lot of draft capital, and you will find that out today. Um, But let's just get into it right now. I mean, this is going to take a little bit of time just because there's so many guys. Uh, but we're kind of be doing this a little more rapid fire, and then a lot of these guys will, you know, talk about edge rushers, corners, quarterbacks. Later this week, we're actually going to have a video out on quarter on the top five quarterbacks. So we're going to be going over a bunch of guys throughout this draft season. But first, mock draft Monday. Let's get it going. So first pick, sixty-one overall in the second round, 49ers select Boye Mafe. So Boye Mafe. To be, to be quick about it, he's replacing D Ford. That's basically his role. D Ford is very, very likely to be cut. Now, also at the same time, at that edge position, you have Arden Key, who's a free agent, and you have Jordan Willis. So if they don't sign Jordan Willis and they also cut D Ford, they are going to need a speed rusher off the, off the edge. And Boy Mafe is a guy that has good burst. Uh, along with that, he's pretty plus athlete. Um, and people expect him to kind of be like a... I guess like a situational pass rusher, more likely not really like a long-term like projected starter necessarily, but a guy that can come off the bench and be that guy on third down to rush the passer. The 49ers have wanted to do that. I mean, they went and traded a second rounder for D4 and then extended him. This is obviously something that they value very highly. And then well, and then after that, they went and traded for Jordan Willis. So the the edge position across from Bosa on third down is something that they're going to try to improve. And boy, Moff is a guy that can come in there and do that. So Aiden, how do you feel about this pick? I actually really like it. Uh, relatively like low um, risk pick. Like this guy's going to, he, he puts in a ton of effort. Um, and actually I, I, I just looked it up. He and D four have the exact same 40 time four, five, three down, down to the hundredth of a second, which is kind of funny. Um, and I think that, that you hit it right on the head. I think he's, he's replacing Ford um, and he, he brings some versatility, uh, just a good, good player. He was a senior bowl standout. Uh, I think he won like player of, of the game, uh, which helped his stock. Uh, but yeah, love, love the pick. They need an edge. Uh, and this guy seems like a good fit. Yeah, so moving on to the second round, the 49ers have their third round pick, and then they also have a comp third round pick. So in the third round, we have them taking Tariq Woolen, who is a cornerback. And if you guys watched the combine yesterday, you will know who this guy is because he ran a ridiculous 40. Um, and what was the 40 again? 426. 426, and he's what six foot four, like 210. He's huge. He's yeah. a ridiculous athlete. Um, this is a guy that is much more of a he played he, i think he played wide receiver before yeah he played wide receiver um had a 11 also had an 11 and a half foot broad jump uh a quote-unquote athletic freak um but this is the guy he's he's also pretty raw like he hasn't played he's only played a uh, corner for a year or two um and definitely is new to the position not super technically like refined so you know you look at the niners cornerback room i think they're gonna bring jason Verrett back i don't know how much he has left in the tank but they're probably, I mean, I expect the Niners to feel like Ambry Thomas and Diamador Lenore can be able to take on another role. If they come back and they sign a couple vets and they do this, this can almost be like their last cornerback on the roster. And he can potentially be a huge steal. Um, 
Aiden, you had a, uh, and you, uh, well, we'll get into the tackle in a second here, but you had also an idea that he could be a guy that comes in and could maybe even end up playing safety too. Yeah. Um, so obviously a crazy athlete, six, four, four, two, six speed. Um, you just kind of want that guy on, on your team. And it's the kind of thing where you're going to find a spot for, for him to play. Uh, obviously super raw, but a converted receiver. Uh, the Niners safeties have come under fire in, in, in the past for not making enough plays on, 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 on the ball. The turnover numbers have been low. Um, but this brings more versatility to this Niners defense. I think he could, I mean, he can be the, the third safety. He can play corner, he can play safety, but he is super raw. Um, I think that, that the Niners corners and their whole defensive backfield, um, is often looked at as like bad going, going into this year. Like they, they, they need to draft a guy high. I think they'd be completely fine rolling with the same group that started the NFC championship last week or last month, last month and a half ago. Um, and bring back like, like Verrett as a high, high upside, um, low floor kind of guy, maybe bring in a vet. That's not Josh Norman. Um, but I think they feel fine about their, their cornerback room and to bring in a, a dude with this kind of athleticism, um, will only help them going forward. Yeah. So then the second pick in that third round is Tyler Smith, who is an offensive tackle from Tulsa. Now we both expect Mike McGlinchey to start at right tackle, but this is someone that could potentially take over that role. Um, this is something, this is an area that I think the 49ers should definitely go after just because of the uncertainty with Mike McGlinchey, not only in his contract, but also in his performance. Cause it doesn't seem like the last couple of years have really gone in the right direction for Mike. And he's coming off of an injury. So Tyler Smith is a guy who is six foot six, three, I think three thirty, um, super young. He's a red shirt or was a red shirt sophomore last year. Um, and he has, very, very good, like, uh, not vertical movement. I'm sorry, horizontal movement. Um, he's a pretty, like, a plus run blocker, very big guy, able to kind of hold his own, but he is a pretty raw player. He's a guy that is not expected to come in and start right away. He's a guy that's expected to, to sit behind, similar to how Aaron Banks was this past year. Uh, but Tyler Smith, offensive tackle, as almost like that swing tackle kind of depth role. And it is interesting, too, with this spot, because potentially if you have Tom Compton, and Daniel Brunsko on the roster, both of them could be like almost like a swing tackle where he can still be on this team and on the roster, but not even be the next tackle up necessarily. So just, I would expect a red shirt year from him in 2022 if the Niners were to take him. Yeah, I, I think that you're right. He's a pretty young guy, red shirt sophomore, was a freshman All-American. Um, and I think his his ceiling is, is just high, gives the Niners another tackle to potentially throw in makes a guy like Tom Compton um, a little bit more expendable. Like maybe he, he doesn't come back and Jalen Moore, you may want to move him to guard full time. Uh, so a lot of movement um, along this Niners offensive line, this, this off season uh, and Tyler Smith is just a good player. Uh, he, he went viral a little bit this week uh, for saying that he wanted to bring a mob mentality uh, to to an offensive line, which I'm sure Trent Trent Williams loves to hear, um, and I'm I'm looking at his at his draft profile, uh, and a a word that that sticks out is tone setter. Uh, you can never have too many of of those. Uh, so basically, just a young, ath athletic six six tackle um, that I think can eventually start uh, if the Niners decide to move on from 
McGlinchey, but at the very least, uh, provides solid depth. Yeah. So after that, and we'll probably start going two times, like two guys each time now, because there's six guys left on our board. Um, so next two picks, 133 and 172, we have John, John Ridgeway, who is a defensive tackle out of Arkansas, and then Cole Turner, who is a tight end from Nevada. So the Niners have been really looking into tight ends apparently at the combine. So I would expect them to take a guy. Um, my actual like, favorite player of this draft class is a tight end, but he was not on here. We will be talking about him later. Um, but for Cole Turner, I guess we'll go John Ridgeway first because he would be the first pick. John Ridgeway, this is a guy that isn't going to be on the field on third down. He's a, a run-stopping, nose tackle. He's going to play zero and one tech. Um, really not going to like be like more like a, a replacement for DJ Jones, but you wouldn't expect him to come in and provide the same thing that DJ Jones does. So it seems like DJ Jones is also a guy that is going to be in, end up being in a different spot based on John Lynch's most recent comments where he basically said like, it's looking pretty unlikely that we bring him back. He pretty much like bluntly said that. So John Ridgeway comes in, he can step in, come in on first down, come in on rundowns and just be your, your zero tech. And I think this is a spot where the Niners are going to have to go take a guy taking someone in the fourth, fifth round to, to fill that role is where you're going to find a pretty solid player. This guy has a ton of power. He's a really, really big dude. Um, not like a crazy flexible athlete, um, but just really a powerful interior defensive lineman. And then moving to Cole Turner, Cole Turner, another guy not going to be on the field all the time, but he's more of a pass catching tight end. And he's a tight end that can play all the different tight end positions, but he's kind of limited in the sense that you wouldn't want him on the, like say it's a sweep to the right. You don't want him to be the tight end on the right. He's not a premier run blocker. Now, luckily for the 49ers, they have a, a pretty premier run blocker and George Kittle and also Charlie Warner's under contract. And that's what he was drafted to be as a blocking tight end. So this would be the third tight end on the roster. Um, if Ross Welly is not back and Cole Turner would be that guy come in, fill that role. Um, pretty solid. Like, red zone threat i played at colorado state and he's plus wide receiver good catcher good route runner um and versatile on where he can line up as well which we've seen that kyle shanahan really likes guys that are able to line up in different spots on the offense so aiden how you feel about these two guys uh i i really like both of the picks i think ridgeway's really interesting uh he's an illinois state transfer and it's also kind of funny his his picture on the illinois state page is him sacking trey lance uh which is kind of funny um but i mean he's he's a guy who transferred to arkansas and was a huge reason why their defense was very surprising this year um they had a very good season overall but their defensive line in in general was pretty impressive um so he's a guy who is, is going to come in and feel that fill that DJ Jones role. Um, and gives them a little bit of, uh, expendability. If Kinlaw's not, not ready to, to go early, um, just another body. He's six, six, uh, to throw in and put on the interior defensive line, uh, and Cole, Cole Turner. I think they've been trying to find a, a tight end. Don't know if it will be Cole Turner, but they're going to pick one. Um, and because Charlie Warner has, carved out a, a role for himself as a blocking tight end he will make the roster which means that the second tight end doesn't necessarily need to be like a blocking savant um obviously you you want him to block a a, a, a little bit but uh it's one of those things where i think you can choose a guy who has a little bit more of the receiving upside 
um, because you have Werner and and you have Kittle. Um, so he, Cole, Cole Turner is a good example of somebody who fits that mold um, and somebody that I think both of us expect the, the 49ers to, to target. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then next couple picks here, going to have Thayer Munford and Aaron Hans, Hansford. Uh, so two forwards at the end of these names, which is funny. Um, but for Thayer Munford, offensive guard, Ohio State, he actually moved from tackle to guard, and he's a guy that he's a little bit oversized for what we'd expect the Niners to go after. He's six foot six, three twenty, but we saw them do this with Banks, and we were surprised about it. But if this is the kind of the role that they want to do, maybe this is a guy they go after, right? So he's very, very athletic. The big question for him is like he's he's great in the run game, but he's not necessarily an elite athlete, and he's not a kind of guy that is. Uh, yeah, he was going to be able to play tackle, so that's why he ultimately kicked into guard. But you looked at he did play tackle, and he, I mean, you're playing tackle in the Big Ten for like Ohio State. You're going to be going up against some premier edge rushers. So he's definitely been able to at least hold his own somewhat at tackle. Now, he did go back and convert to guard, but it is cool to have that experience of like, okay, this guy's also been able to go and play tackle as well. And we have seen that the Niners absolutely love versatility in their offensive linemen. I mean, you look across the board, and you have – Run skill as a guy that's just stuck around. Compton just stuck around. Um, so I think this is when you start looking at offensive line, that's one of the things that's really going to stand out. And then Aaron Hansford, he's a linebacker from Texas AM. And tell me if I'm wrong, Aiden, but this is the guy that was a converted wide receiver. Is that correct? That is that is correct. You want to get into him a little bit? And also uh Thayer Munford. Yeah, so Munford, I think the Niners like that. I mean, he he started five years for Ohio State, was first team all all Big Ten as a tackle, and then kicked into guard for kind of this NFL uh, ceiling. Didn't do as well as at, at guard, which pushed him down the boards a little bit. But I think the Niners love to see a, a guy that started for five years in the the Big Ten and can play both both positions. Uh, so that's why we mocked him uh, and. Don't have his Hansford. Um, just a super cool story. Uh, a converted wide receiver at, at Texas Texas A and M uh, makes you think a little bit about like like Fred Warner, who's a converted safety. Uh, Niners like linebackers that can move, and if you're a, a converted wide receiver, you can definitely move. Um, played very well for the A and M defense this this past year. Um, and I mean, just a super high upside pick. And both of us expect the, the Niners to take a, a linebacker because uh, it doesn't look likely that Greenlaw will come back with the uh, with the emergence of Aziz. Um, so some major question marks in that linebacker room going into next offseason. Uh, so I think that they'll take a guy with some high upside that eventually could carve out a, a role for himself and at worst be a, be a practice squad guy this year uh, that doesn't need to play right away. But uh, crazy athlete and super cool story. Yeah. So final two picks of the draft, we have, I'm not exactly sure how to say his name. Taser, Taser Mac. He's, he's one of the wide receivers on pit. So he's played with Kenny Pickett. Um, and when I was watching a lot of Kenny Pickett film, he stood out. He's more of like a deep threat, not necessarily a burner, um, but pretty solid vertical threat there. He's their number two. Um, and he just put together Pretty good career uh, at Pitt. Averaged over 17 yards per, per catch. Had really good uh, chemistry with Kenny Pickett. So one of those guys that just 
seeing him available in the seventh round, I'm just like, okay, I don't really know why this guy's here. I don't think he should be. Um, so we decided to go with him in the seventh round. And, you know, you look back on some of the picks that the Niners have had. Jawan Jennings is a late round guy like that where he was great at Tennessee, but he was slow. So he got pushed way down. And then that's what happened. This guy more of like overshadowed wide receiver, but definitely could end up carving in a role and wide receiver depth is something that the Niners do need. I mean, you had Travis Benjamin, you had uh, River Craycraft started out, out there at wide receiver. So he could potentially make the roster as well. And in, with a seventh round pick, that's, that's a lot to ask for. Um, and you'll be very happy if your seventh round pick makes the roster. So final draft pick, I am going with Derek King. Now I'll tell you this right now, the Niners are not going to draft Derek King, but I, I really, really like Derek King. Um, before he had an injury, he had an ACL tear and it kind of just ruined his career, but he was a guy that was expected to be maybe just a mid round guy. He's under six foot tall quarterback. My thought for this is if the Niners wanted to run, like use a gadget quarterback to run short conversion stuff and to run two point stuff and not use Trey Lance. And I get that that's something Trey Lance can do, but if they wanted to, to help with his longevity and not put him out there in those situations, I do think you could potentially draft Derek King to uh to play that role. Like I said, his career was pretty much hindered by injury, but I saw he was on the board. I don't know many of these seventh round guys, so I wanted to rock with Derek King on this one. So probably not gonna ever rock with him again, but for the first mock draft of the year, had had to go with a guy I'm a big fan of. Love it. Uh I think the Niners are gonna take a a wide receiver uh in this draft. And I think it could be higher than a lot of people give them credit for. Uh, we, we talked about it yesterday, but Christian Watson in, in the second round could happen. Um, I, I could see a, a scenario in which they talk themselves into that, uh, but not not sure who it's going to be during during the seventh round process. I could totally see Kyle being like, I'm in love with this dude in, in, in the seventh round from tiny school. He, he reminds me a lot of myself. Um, I, I could see him him doing that, and maybe the guy doesn't make the roster, but uh, it's a seventh round pick. You can pretty much take flyers. Uh, uh, I think that the, you made a, a good point about Derek King. Uh, probably not going to happen, but would be cool if it did. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thank you guys for listening. First mock draft of the year. The Niners have a bunch of picks, even though apparently they don't have any draft capital. But yeah, so they're going to have a lot of swings this draft. And, you know, hopefully we get a few of these right. Um, but as we get more and more closer to the draft, we will start, you know, evaluating who are they actually interviewing with who are they talking to what agents are they looking to talk to you know stuff like that to start narrowing it down of who we actually expect them to go after but pretty early on in the process free agency obviously is going to depend on a lot of this I mean, you see most of our reasoning in these in these picks is okay we're expecting this guy to be gone we're expecting this guy to be gone sounds like this guy's gonna be gone we don't know if that's for sure yet so in the next couple of weeks we'll get some more clarity on that but thank you all for listening and we will be back later this week talking 49ers football